Are there any real common things that you see, common themes that you see when you're out doing, you know, these virtual CISO consultancies? Like what, what are the main things you see that are common that all organizations can do to improve their cybersecurity? What, what would it be? You know, it's, I, I think when, when we go in and if, if, if we have a situation where we're really, um, the situations where, where folks are just trying to be cute with their information security or they're trying to just do way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it's like they keep building out this perimeter that, you know, let's add this tool and let's add this piece and let's do this. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, there's no backfill in the basics then. No one's actually... Right. No one's patching or, 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 or doing yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, or they or they go buy a new tool and right. uh, and and they'll come to us and say, "Hey, we we've got this," and we'll say, "Great." So, who's monitoring it? When, you right. know, what, what are the alerts that? What's are the value? Out? Yeah, show me how you're actually getting value from this this investment you've made. I, I know. Yeah, and and you know, and we've sat there, and folks are telling us, "Well, we need to be, you know, we need to be looking at next gen this and that, <laughs> and what, you know." And 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 we're sitting here going, "When was the last time you actually yeah. ran like a patch and vulnerability scanning network?" <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. And, and so I, I don't know, I hate to say it's the basics, but it really mm-hmm. is. It's like, you know, look at the, the CIS top 20, grab the top five, you know, make sure you're good at those forward and backwards before you, um, I don't know, before you start doing the next level stuff. I, I hate to say that. It's, it's just not as fun though. That's the thing, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. And, and that's, we find that, you know, we, we go to a lot of these trade shows and we're having conversations with CISOs or no security professionals and we're, uh, 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 and, and almost the first thing they do is give us a list of the vendors they've got. And I'm thinking that's great, but actually like how, you know, how effective is that? What What's that actually delivering? Like, how does that fit into this, that, and the other? And it's sort of, you know, the vendors you've got does not equal the security you've got. Um, and, and yet I still just see this too often. And I think also the challenge is we rely so heavily on technology that, um, and, and technology is not going to fix your problem if you don't have a strategy. It's, it's just, just not going to help. Yeah. Yes. So uh, if you were to recommend, to, you know, a CISO for their first sort of 30, 60, 90, what are the key things that, that you think they need to think about? What are the main things that matter? How would you approach it? Because I think that's often a challenge. It's so daunting for CISO when they first kind of start a new organization. What, what would the process be from your perspective? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, we actually actually ask that of our folks when we're interviewing with them because yeah. it's that um, it's kind of that high level thinking. What are you going to do? Um, you know, you know, for me, um, it's almost like any engagement we go through the first the first ninety days. We say you know the most important, and I think it's whether you're virtual or whether you're a traditional CISO, it's the same thing, right? Um, <clears throat> understanding the environment you're in, obviously, you know, and, and for, for us, not only understanding the environment, but the industry, you know, what information is important. Um, you know, if, if you're in a, and if you're in a highly regulated confidentiality type, uh, uh, industry like banking, you know, you have to understand that, that a breach of customer information is different than if you're in manufacturing where now it's availability, you know, mm-hmm. so that, that, you know, that's really, really important. Um, for us, it's always, you know, who are the stakeholders? Who are we, um, you know, who's, who's going to lead the charge for us at the highest level um, when we have initiatives that we need to take care of? Um, who are we going to, you know, can, can we get the ear of the right person to communicate risk? That's mm. always a big one. And then, you know, we start to trickle down from there, then it's okay. Assessing risk, understanding, um, you know, if we know what, what's valuable, what's, you know, what, what's going to cost the organization the most amount of money, if it's compromised, 
Um, and we, we just, you know, work down from there. Policy is always important too. You know, we, mm. we do, you know, do we have the rules and structure in place that allow us to be strategic about information security? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, pen testing and things like that. We always want to see how that's, you know, what, what, the, what the network looks like, what the, you know, what, what's the health of the um, you know, workstations, the servers, all, mm-hmm. all of those assets as well. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think that, um, as you rightly say, I think really the thing that, you know, we see that's most effective is the first thing you need to do is assess what really matters. You know, what is it you're trying to protect? What what state of maturity are you in terms of like you know, your security so far? Yeah, <laughs> it might, yeah. no, you know, <laughs> you know, you see some of these security vendors saying, "Oh, you know, you need, you know, everyone needs this now," and I'm like, "Well, maybe not. There actually might be a, a, a hundred other things they're going to need to do until they get to any to doing that. That would not be a good step to do that. You know, no point going out buying a top of the range sim if you haven't." Fit, figured out some of the basics back here. And I think that yep. that's, so I think that, yep. you know, trying to figure out what is it you need to protect and like, you know, what controls and measures have you already got in place? And then you can start to figure out from there what it is that you need to, what matters. Um, yep. we, we often hear this um, discussion about, you know, whether, you know, your strategy should be, you know, data centric, um, you know, whether it, whether actually it makes more sense to say, well, that here's the information that we're trying to protect because ultimately that's what matters the most and then work your way out from there or whether you start working your way out from the perimeter in. I mean, do you have an opinion on that at all? Uh, you know, it's probably just from the school of thought, you know, in the, in the banking industry, we've always started out with perimeter and, and, and kind of, you know, work our way in. Yeah. Um, in this day and age though, gosh, it's just, there's no perimeter anymore. There's no perimeter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, Uh, you know, I think, I think, I think we really have to, we have to think, as you said, in the, in the, in the second way, really more, um, what is that information? Where is it? Cause it's all over the place. <laughs> that's it. And that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly so it. it really gets more and more challenging. I mean, gosh, well, you know, what, what will it look like, you know, uh, 10 years from now, it's just going to be, right. it's just going to keep getting harder and harder. We'll look back at the day where it's like, yeah, I remember when it was just this fortress and everything (laughs) inside of it was safe. And (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so what, what do you think? So obviously, you know, we've been to a new decade now, which is, she's very exciting, but you know, what do you think is going to be next for cybersecurity? What are the big threats that you think are going to evolve um, over the coming years? What's Oh man, you know, impossible to know, but you know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, the, the, the threats that we're seeing, you know, I hate to say, I hate to beat the ransomware drum, but mm. ransomware, ransomware makes cybersecurity a threat for everybody. Sure, sure. It just really does. Um, and I think, you know, I think that, uh, you know, hackers and, and cyber criminals, they're going to keep, they're going to keep, that's their money maker. Money, isn't that right? I right. don't see, I don't see any reason for them to come away from that anytime mm-hmm. soon. Uh, you know, the only way that's going to stop is when we all really start, you know, we all as a, as a front, you know, and, and what's, when does that happen? That's, that's a long ways away. Um, so I know that's not really crystal ball-esque and, mm-hmm. and giving you anything new. I do think though trends in the next decade will be that um, I, I, I do think to your point earlier, where we're starting to see folks take this a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even see it at small business levels. I mean, we get phone calls from folks that even two years ago would have never dreamed of having right. a, a, a virtual CISO. And they're calling <laughs> in and going, 
hey, we need someone to kind of help us out here. We, we, we realize we lose a lot of money if we're going down over, you know, several days. And um, I think that'll be, I, I, I think, I think that's going to be the trend that we're going to see. And I think that's why our virtual CISO really, you know, into the future starts to really gain some even more viability than what it has now mm-hmm. um, because it's just, it's just not going to be possible for those people to hire a full-time in-house mm-hmm. CISO. They're, they're going to need a firm to help them take care of that mm-hmm. much like they go to a CPA, mm-hmm. much like they go to a, an attorney to help them with their legal you know, matters. Right. They, they don't hire those people in-house. Um, no, no it's, it's a good point. No, it's a good point. And, and, and I think that, as we said earlier, to have that wealth of expertise of all of the other organizations that you've dealt with that are just like them, I think that that really helps in getting that exposure to, that you need. Because quite often, a lot of CISOs, it's their, you know, maybe their first or second role as a CISO. So, mm-hmm. you know, how, how much have they really seen in the real world comparison to maybe a virtual CISO as well? 